Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to this edition of the DFS Dreamer Podcast here on the Fantasy Impact Today Network. I am one of your hosts, Wes Easley. You can find me over on Twitter at Loafinit. Don't forget to follow the show at FI Today with a little underscore. With a little underscore. Did you notice that, Pierre? Did you see how I did that? Yeah, a little emphasis on the underscore there. I felt like I was I was a DJ scratching the record with a little other score, 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 score. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. We're on week number nine, right, Pierre? Yeah, it's flying by. It's crazy how quick the the NFL season's going. Uh, guess this is technically the midway point now that they added uh, the additional game. So we've we've made it. It's it's been a, a crazy ride so far. Well, last week was probably the craziest, and and if you're not up to date on everything that happened last week, you can ask Pierre over on Twitter at Peewee31 on Twitter. You can follow him there. Uh, please make sure you, you you catch up with him, especially on Sundays, Saturday night, because a lot of late breaking news ends up happening. Pierre, I had I had Calvin Ridley in lineups. Listen, listen, playing DFS, <laughs> playing fantasy football is not great for a church going man, and that's what I am. And I'm not going to sit there and check my lineups and check my schedules. All you know, I just can't do it. I can't do it all. <laughs> oh, I am too. Uh, I didn't happen to be at church when all this happened. I went to that coach game, as I mentioned last week, and just made some late swaps based off the news. And you got to be careful. You got to be careful when things come out to to not overthink it, you know, based off news is breaking, which is something I did personally. Uh, but you, you also have to be available for if something big like that drops. You had the Ridley news. I know the Jamal Williams news came out, which, you know, put a lot of more people on mm-hmm. Swift. Things along those lines, you just got to be careful of and not to get off your, your game plan. Yeah, and that, that's true. I mean, we go into it with a set lineup, a set schedule a lot of times. But but sometimes some things just can change. And speaking about changing, last week was a crazy week, but this week we're going to settle down a little bit, Pierre. We're going to jump over <laughs> to quarterbacks here in week number nine and get right into it. Let's start off with Josh Allen, who is at 8,900. And we're going to break it all the way down to Herbert. At 7K, okay? Herbert. Okay. Last week, the Jags came off of a bye, and they reminded me of something while I watched them play. What's that? Just how bad they are at football, <laughs> right? And that's what they reminded me of. Except for London, apparently, right? <laughs> that's true. We'll give them one exception to the rule. they got to win some game. <laughs> All right, so so the Jags are bad. But let me ask you this. This is, this is the observation I had out of these five players here, from Allen there at 8,200 all the way down to Herbert at 7K. Four mm-hmm. of them belong in this group. I think one okay. does not, maybe two, maybe two, four belong in this group. I think maybe one does not, maybe two don't belong in here. I want you to pick out which one I do not think belongs in this group. Josh Allen, 8,200, Kyler Murray, 7,900 against the San Francisco 49ers, Patrick Mahomes against the Packers at 7,800, Aaron Rodgers against the Chiefs at 7,500, and Lamar Jackson there at 7,300 against the Minnesota Vikings. And like I said, Herbert is in here at 7K against the Philadelphia Eagles. Which one doesn't belong? Which one doesn't belong? To me. To me, that's tough. Probably, if based off recent play, I'll say Mahomes. No, that's that's exactly the one I was thinking of. <laughs> hey, just recent play, like you said, he's not playing that well. Green Bay has stepped up as a defense. I think a little bit they've been able to hold some people in check, especially thinking about what they did to Arizona last Thursday night. They've had ten days rest. Kansas City's coming off of a short week. Eh, just spells disaster for me. Potentially, um, a couple of things that that throw me off. For one, the total, so really high uh, over-under. I know that the, the Chiefs haven't really hit that over here recently, uh, but you're looking at 54.5, 55 on some books when it comes to the total. And I also I just have a thing where I like to play teams that no one's on. So you look at Green Bay. Last week, we, we, we talked about this. No one was on Green Bay for the most part because Devontae Adams, Lazard, all those guys were out. And I said, I think it was on the pick and pigskins that Green Bay was going to for sure cover and they might just win the game. And they did. And it's because all the public was on Arizona. Well, guess what? Everyone just saw Green Bay go into Arizona without Adams and, you know, beat them there in Arizona. They just saw the Chiefs struggle against the, the Giants, you know, at home, prime time, you know, football themselves on Monday night. So, this is one of those games where the, the Chiefs are probably going to play better than people expect. So okay. I would just be careful of that because everyone's going to be on the Packers. They just beat Arizona. They won like seven in a row. Okay. Chiefs seem to be struggling. So just just be careful. Those are things I look out for. 
I can see that. And and the other guy who I thought maybe would not live up to the potential of the three times value that we like to give here on the DFS Streamer podcast as uh, advice to play on Sunday on these classic lineups is Kyler Murray. I'm just not sure about his health situation. I do think that he'd be able to run all over the 49ers defense, just like my guy Justin Fields did last week. Matt, now you <laughs> Justin Fields took it to the house, man. Uh, he did. Anyway, he looked good. Yeah, Kyler, Kyler's a little banged up, got an ankle injury. So I, I, I look at this and I go, okay, 7,900, that means he's got to get up to 24. I'm not sure he can get there against the Niners. That's That's what I was thinking. It's tough. They played each other before. He only got like 13.7. Uh, division rivalry, second time they're seeing each other, which tends to be lower scoring uh, once they've got a chance to, to see you on the opposite side. So I think you're definitely on to something, nursing the ankle, as you stated. So he's definitely questionable uh, when it comes to this price range. Josh Allen, I think, is in a smash spot. Aaron Rodgers, like you said, it's it's possible that he could not do that. But we are looking at uh, Daniel Jones, who just got, what, 17 DraftKings points mm-hmm. last night, I believe. And so I think uh, Aaron Rodgers might be, and he'll have Devontae Adams back. I think he'll be able to put it up. Uh, I think he'll be able to reach that 21, 22, 23-point mark. Yeah, I'm not concerned about Rodgers himself. I'm more concerned about the game. Yeah. Uh, right? I think the Chiefs just will, will play better. I think Mahomes could have a better you know, outcome and what he's had in recent weeks. Uh, but I still think Rogers will, will put up his own numbers. He's, he's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he is. Just a little good. Just a little good. A little weasel. That's what he is. A little weasel. You can tell him I said that, by the way. He needs a haircut. All right. <laughs> yeah. He, he was a John Wick. Yeah. That's why I grew it out. He went as John Wick for Halloween. So, so is he going to get again? Let's get off of Aaron Rodgers' hair. Quit talking about Hey, I think that, the, to me, the guy who's going to give us the most value out of this group, though, is Lamar Jackson this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baltimore ended last week with a loss, or, or to the last game they played, they lost. Um, and I think that they're going to come back and bounce back really this time after the bye week. Uh, Minnesota's just bad. Yeah, they, they are. They're, they're struggling, giving up points. And I like Lamar as well. Uh, he's getting out. Really, him and Josh Allen are, are grading out neck and neck. Uh, but you're saving $900 going down to Lamar. Uh, coming off a bye week, uh, plus a loss. You know, they, they lost to Cincinnati going into a bye. So you have to expect them to be motivated. Uh, maybe they get, you know, some of the receivers back, like a Sammy Watkins, et cetera. So I do like Lamar quite a bit. 7300 really good price for him. Sammy Watkins is not going to help Lamar Jackson on Sunday. I don't care. What. I'm telling you, the Chiefs missing him. He's he's not. Yeah. Oh, you're he's right. not the Sammy Watkins of old, but he does just enough to where you have to you have to account no. for him. And they don't really have that guy, you know, besides you know Kelsey and and Tyreek to, that they have to account for uh, with the Chiefs anymore. Yeah, no, I agree with the Chiefs. Maybe that was a little bit different dynamic. But the Ravens, don't, they don't need them. They don't need them. Dak Prescott, uh, 6,900. He starts out here. I don't know if he's going to play or not, so we may not include him in this group. But uh, Joe Burrow against the, the Cleveland Browns at 68. Hurts at 67. Cousins at 62 against those Baltimore Ravens. Derek Carr at 5,900. And Tua Tagovailoa at 5,800. I believe that that is where I'm going. No, I'm going all the way down to Daniel Jones there. So we got Garoppolo and all the way down to Daniel Jones at 5,600. I'm going to flip it around. There's only two of these guys that I believe belong in this group. The rest of them, I don't even want to look at on Sunday. I don't even want to look. Just two of these guys offer me the three times the value we like to offer here on DFS Dreamers. Which two am I thinking about, Pierre? Only two from Dak down to Daniel Jones? Yes. Yes. What? Only two? Yes. Okay. Yeah, two. Okay. Uh, so if he plays, Dak has to be one of them. Okay, well, Dak's not playing. So all right, moving on. What's going on? <laughs> I think he, he's pretty close, but okay. Uh, Joe Burrow. Now, see, you say that about Dak, and that means he's got to get to 21 points, uh, DraftKings points, which he can. I'm just worried about the injury. And it's against the Denver Broncos. They could just take another week off of Dak and let him heal up all the way. You know, that's... But I mean, if he plays, and again, I thought he was close, you know, in that, that Minnesota game. And you look, he's gotten 21 all but one game yep. this year. Uh, they're at home. Denver just traded away, you know, Von Miller, so they lost a pass rusher. So uh, if he plays, Dak is he has to be in play. Okay. Twenty nine point eight team total for the Cowboys currently. Okay, I'll give you Dak Prescott. All right, so three. All right, three. I'll give you Dak. Was Burrow the other one? No, Burrow no, is no not Burrow. the other one. 
But he, really? I mean, he's he's right there at it. I I look at a better value than him. Uh, but he's going against the Cleveland Brown defense, and they just came off of a loss against Ben Roethlisberger. They limited uh, that team to the Pittsburgh to what the thirteen points or something like that. I know Cincinnati plays up to their competition a little bit more than than well they like to play down to their competition losing against the <laughs> yeah. But but uh, I think he could get there. I'm just not. He's not a safety blanket for me. Okay, so you're going safety blankets. I'll go with your Bama guy, uh, Tua. Yeah, I do think Tua could. I mean, 5,800 for Tua Tagovailoa, man. And mm-hmm. I, I understand he's disappointed in a lot of times this year, uh, different spaces, different places. But, man, 5,800, you got to get to 18. He's done that eh, two, three times this year already, and I think he could do it again against Houston. Yeah, he he's looked good uh, this year, to his credit. Um, I know I haven't been the – the, the biggest fan of his uh, since he's joined the, the NFL, but he's been consistent. Uh, he's actually great now as probably one of the better point per dollar plays this week as well. Texans on the other side of the ball. Uh, again, you, you got a really bad team uh, in the Texans at home. You know, Deshaun Watson, he doesn't have that burden on his shoulder anymore because he's not traded. The trade deadline's gone. Uh, so I do like Tua as well at, at 58. He's great now really well. And as you stated, uh, he's only looking for around 15 to 18 points, and he's been in that range or higher, you know, the four games that he's remained healthy this year. That is correct. All right, I got one more in here. One more. I wonder, so it's tough because I'm going to say Derek Carr since it's you. Since, since what? Since it's since me? Since it's you. I'm going to say it's, it's Derek Carr. I don't know. I don't know. Because he's cheaper. <laughs> I don't know how to think about that right there. I, uh, if I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know who it is. I lost it somewhere in my notes. I, <laughs> I had to. It may have been Dak. Dak may have been the other one. Is what it was because I was. I figured it was Carter Hurts. <laughs> no, I don't like Hurts' matchup against the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to be angry this week. Uh, I, and Jalen just. I, I like the cornerbacks that. I like the secondary that the Chargers have. So I, I'm not going to trust Jalen all that much this week. <laughs> Understood. He finally didn't get there. Like it was so frustrating to watch because I haven't played him a lot. Uh, he would get there in garbage time like every week, and it's just so frustrating when you fade him and he has high, high rostership and everyone's, you know, getting there and celebrating and cheering. And I'm like, he stunk the whole game, and he still got the 20 points. But I do like Carr at 59. A little concerned, obviously, with the, the Ruggs news uh, that broke today. Really a tragic situation there. But uh, even so, you know, they're playing the, the Giants. Carr, you know, he, he's been pretty good. Uh, this season had the the couple hiccups week four week five against the Chargers and Bears but he's been 23 plus you know five out of seven games hopefully gets a healthy wallet back to to maybe make up for some of the rug stuff but I don't mind Carr 25 point total uh, pretty good for the Raiders there on the road yeah the other guy may have been my Daniel Jones guy uh, down there Uh, just you know he's 5600 you got he's hit 17 the last couple of weeks and he has barely run it seems like he has, but I mean, he's coming off that concussion, so I'm not sure how much he's going to run. They're still calling that read option for some reason. I know Peyton Eli are even calling it out, like, why are they doing the read option? But when he goes to shotgun and, you know, does his five-step drops, he just doesn't have time. <laughs> the line's not protecting him. No. Uh, you got to be concerned with his weapons. Uh, you know, Galladay's missed. Shepard got hurt again, you know, last night. You know, Tony's still dealing with the ankles. So at the end of the day, you got to have someone to throw it to. Uh, but he's done well uh, when he's been healthy and he's had someone to throw it to. Boy, they almost pulled off that upset last night, didn't they? Huh? I know it. I yeah, know you it. you would have seen me victory lapping. I would have. I was real close. <laughs> I was real close. Hey, let me ask you this about Taysom Hill because he is all the rage, which I understand. He played really well last year. Twenty something fantasy points. It feels like every time he went out there and strapped it up underneath the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. He's going against Atlanta this week. Do you think he'll be well enough to play this week against Atlanta? If he does, yes. Um, again, he's coming off a concussion himself. Uh, so it's concerning given that he's more a, a running you know, quarterback when he does play. Uh, but the Falcons are a really good matchup. He, he played them twice last year, got 24, 25 points both times. Uh, so he, he's definitely um, in play. He's a really good price if he does play and start. Uh, I haven't heard if it's going to be him or, or Simeon yet. I would assume it's going to be Taysom. Uh, if so, then he, he's definitely one of the best values on the slate, uh, barring, obviously, concussion issues. All right. Well, then let me ask you this question, maybe a little bit opposite. Sam Darnold, he's going against those old foes of his, the New England Patriots. <laughs> no. Do you, 
<laughs> do, you, do you think he will call in sick on Sunday? <laughs> the exact opposite of Taysom Hill. It just may. It depends on McCaffrey. So McCaffrey might practice. If McCaffrey's there, he, he might, you know, muster up uh, the, the, the night quill, day quill, whatever it takes to, to show up. But without <laughs> McCaffrey, he's he's in trouble. I think he's in trouble anyways. He's, he's really struggled here the last few weeks. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Lawrence against the rest of the field. I'm just looking at the rest of the field and I'm, I'm going, ah, ah. so Trevor Lawrence <laughs> and the rest, I think Trevor Lawrence has really regressed as a quarterback going into this, you know, this time of the year, I thought coming off a of bye week, maybe they'd have things figured out and maybe the James Robinson injury right away kind of threw him off their game, but still, man, I can't trust Trevor Lawrence against Buffalo. That's tough. Buffalo's a good defense for one, but, but also he's a rookie, you know, he's going to have growing pains. Uh, you saw, you know, with Peyton Manning, went like three and thirteen, broke the record for most interceptions. You know, his rookie year, Luck struggled a bit. Uh, I think the coach to make the playoffs though, uh, but it just happens with that that rookie, uh, I guess, kind of hurdle and obstacles getting adjusted to the NFL. They're usually, you know, top picks, so their their team stinks around them for the most part, which is why they're going number one overall. But it's tough uh, getting there at home. Uh, he tends to play a little better at home, but I'm worried with the Bills. Down this oh, range, yeah. I think maybe Baker Baker could be in play. He had a, a week of rest. Uh, well, not really rest, but, I mean, they, it's not the Steelers across from him. It's the, the Bengals. Uh, you got the turmoil of, you know, Odell Beckham and his dad uh, kind of put Baker under some pressure. Uh, but you can see him maybe bounce back. You know, he did have a 30-point game uh, against Cincinnati last year and then a 16-pointer, which is right around where you want to be for that price range. Again, pay attention to Simeon. I wouldn't blame, but he he's right there if if he gets to start over Taysom. Uh Teddy Bridgewater, uh he's he's decent. He's he's kind of that game manager type. Uh so he'll be in Dallas, he'll probably be trailing. He may be forced to throw. Uh if so, you could see him potentially, you know, backdoor and get there, Jalen Hurt style. Uh so he could be in play. Your guy Mac Jones, uh playing a lot better. Uh, I worry about the Panthers defense, but mm-hmm. you know, he, he does look good. The Patriots look good as a whole. Uh, even Davis uh, Mills, you never know which one's going to show up. He's got two games over 24 points this year uh, against uh, the Rams and the Patriots of all teams. They're going to Miami. Miami struggled on defense some, uh, mm-hmm. so even he could be in play, but I, I probably won't play anyone down this range. I think the lowest I would probably go is when we went up would be the the whole Tua uh, car type range. Yeah, yeah, that's it's it's it seems to be slim pickings this week at quarterback for me uh, outside of the top little tier that we have there. All right, let's jump over to tight ends and talk about slim pickings. In tight end, <laughs> this this is rough. I I mean really rough. The top 5 tight ends from Kelsey all the way down to Jaseki. By the way, Travis Kelsey is now dipped down to the 7k mark. 7k. I know it. Uh, but who who I, I think I think out of this Kelsey Water Waller Pitts Andrews and Jacecki I think the player that has the best shot at hitting three times the value is Jacecki this week. Yeah, I mean it's the Texans. My only concern is that he doesn't he doesn't get the targets when Devontae Parker's healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devontae Parker came back last game, saw eleven targets. Yeah, uh, saw four. So. I would just that concerns me a bit. It is the Texans, good matchup. They really struggle against the tight ends. Obviously, two is grading out well. So when that's the case, he's gonna have to throw it to someone. Uh, so that's just my my only concerns will be kind of what what Parker does to Gusecki in the long run. Yeah, I, but last week he was facing Buffalo. I mean, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that one and throw it out the window. And maybe I've been wrong on that because of how many targets he had weeks before that. Uh, and they were against bad teams, I guess. But outside of Tampa, <laughs> Bay, your Colts were in there. They weren't too bad. But uh, I'm just gonna say Buffalo took that away there. So I, I, to me, but what about those other four guys? You think any of those four guys are gonna be able to hit three times their value? They seem overly priced. Kelsey hasn't gotten there in weeks. Waller, I don't know what's gonna happen with him. Pitts was really shut down. He's going against New Orleans. I don't, I don't like that without Ridley being there at all. He attracts all the attention. And Andrews is my one outside shot. But, I mean, 5,500, he's barely hit that 15 mark this year. Yeah, I think a few can can get there. Will they? Maybe not. So, I am intrigued with Kelsey. Um, again, I kind of mentioned earlier, everyone's going to be off the Chiefs. They've looked bad for weeks. Uh, they're going up against Green Bay, who's looked really good. So, folks probably aren't going to play the Chiefs. Uh, again, this could be one of those big bounce-back spots. I know we've been saying that for a couple weeks now. Uh, but I don't think the, the Chiefs are as bad as everyone's making it out to be. 
folks are starting to double, you know, Tyreek and Kelsey a bit more. Uh, but they'll, they'll they'll figure it out. Green Bay secondary is banged up with themselves. They still don't have Jair Alexander. Yes, they they held Kyler kind of in check. Uh, but you got to think Hopkins got hurt that game as well, uh, which is a really big piece for them. You saw Ertz have a, a decent game there. So I think Kelsey, you know, being the cheapest, he's probably been all year. 7K, yeah, tied for the cheapest he's been all year. He's in play. He can get to 21. He had a really bad game against the Giants. Uh, four for 27, worst game he's had in, what since the Philly game. So you got to expect him to, to bounce back. So I don't mind him. You mentioned Andrews. Again, Lamar really has a really small, you know, target tree. The, the Ravens don't throw it a ton for the most part, but it's usually Andrews and Hollywood Brown. Uh, now that Bateman's, you know, healthy, you know, he's starting to take targets, but that's really the main three uh, that he'll be throwing it to uh, if, if Sammy Watkins doesn't return. So he could be in play. I, I probably won't play him, uh, but I do like Kelsey. Uh, Pitts, you know, the, the tough part with Pitts is good defenses are going to be able to take him away yep. uh, since there's no Ridley. And we saw that with the, the Panthers last week. You know, it didn't happen with the, the Jets in Miami, but the Saints, you know, they're a good defense as well. So they can probably take Pitts away. So I think out of this group, uh, Kelsey's probably the one I just try to pay up and, and hope to get there. Uh, that's barring Waller not playing, of course. I agree. Jaseki, it is. All right, let's go to the. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, let's let's look at the rest of this field. Really, and to me, it's it's Schultz at forty eight hundred, and then the rest of the field. Pierre, I what, when I looked at this, the first glance I saw was Dawson Knox. I, I sure hope Buffalo doesn't play them against him against Jacksonville. Let's let, we need all the tight ends we could get. We don't we don't need <laughs> Dawson Knox to re-injure a hand, pull a hamstring. Just let him get healthy and let's let him go out the week after this. So you don't need him against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I agree. I'd let him rest, give Sweeney a, another chance. He got a few targets. Uh, I do like Goddard uh, right below it at 4,500. Uh, again, Ertz is, is in Arizona now. You've looked at, at back-to-back weeks, 12 and, and 13 points, right around what you're needing, around that 12 to 15 range. Uh, he saw seven targets last week. Uh, you know how many passes Jalen Hurts threw? Yeah, like 10. He threw like 14. So okay. he got he got half of the target share. With the Goddard, he caught, he got, he got seven of the fourteen attempts. So keep that in mind. They're against the the Chargers. They probably won't be up big at all, uh, like they were against the Lions. So Goddard at forty five hundred is probably a really good price, given they'll be behind and trailing a bit. Uh, Dan Arnold didn't have, he had his game. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you brought him up. You mentioned him. I've never been a big fan, but I, I, I had to concede and say if there was a week, uh, last week was going to be the week for for Arnold, and it was. You know, saw, you know, the big, you know, double-digit targets with 10. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't go back to him against Buffalo, though. Tough matchup. Yep. I do like I do like Cook again. I know he didn't do too well uh, last week uh, against the Patriots, but I do I do like Jared Cook. Still cheap. Came down $100, 3300 uh, going up against the Eagles. Even though they blew out the Lions, T.J. Hawkinson had a really big game against them. And then I don't mind uh, Tyler Conklin at 3k so he's 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 running a lot of routes obviously they've had the the injuries the Irv Smith uh so Tonklin's kind of been that that main tight end there the Ravens have really struggled covering the the tight end this year uh giving up the most points I believe in the league to the tight end position mm-hmm. you gotta expect them to, to turn some attention you know to Jefferson Thielen obviously Dalvin Cook so that's going to open up Conklin to kind of be the x-factor uh, for 3K against a team that struggles against tight end, I think he's in play. I do too. I'll tell you. I'll tell you one more name here because I I'm really punting the situation here at the tight end situation <laughs> this week. Okay, so I, I said I said okay, who can I? Big Al, Big Al there for the Denver Broncos against mm-hmm. the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, he's at 2600, so he's got to get to the six seven point range, and you got to think that they're going to take away Noah Fant, or at least that's going to be a concentration of theirs. And Big Al is one of those I know touchdown dependent tight ends, but like you said, Teddy's going to be playing from behind a lot, maybe this game, and that's a strong possibility. And when Big Al plays, eh, Big Al can get to that nine ten point mark. So if I'm looking to save a couple of dollars, that's who I'm going to go with. Yeah, well, in addition, Fant went on the COVID list tonight, so oh. uh, he may not even play. He has to have. Two negative a, tests before the weekend. So I am a genius, Pierre. <laughs> a man ahead of his time. What's <laughs> <laughs> that old blind squirrel motto there? All right, let's go over to the wide receivers here. Oh, no, one more tight end. Uh, just, uh, just pay attention to the, the Packers. So Tunyon's out. 
he's out yeah. for the season. Uh, so you got Mercedes Lewis that's down there, uh, really cheap in the 2,900 range. And then the, the other one's Josiah DeGuara. Uh, he's at 2,500 minimum salary. Uh, he saw a couple, you know, snaps there late after Tanyan got hurt, actually caught two balls uh, for 20. Josiah DeGuara, 2,500. So either him or, or Lewis might be in play. Worth a dart throw if you need someone really cheap, given that Tanyan's out for the year. DeGuara? What was a Dagara? I mean, <laughs> right, let's jump over to wide receivers really fast here. Pierre, in these wide receiver range, we <laughs> have got Devonte Adams starting us out at eighty two hundred, down to seven K. De- uh, De- Dennis Hopkins, what am I? Who am I? <laughs> go down to Hopkins, man. Just go down hey, to man. <laughs> let's play would you rather would you okay. rather have hopkins hopkins at 7k against san francisco or williams against the philadelphia eagles at 7100 i'd probably go with well, i don't ever say this but mike williams uh, hopkins is kind of banged up uh they're going up against the eagles secondary i don't know if he'll he'll get slay or not well if that'll be keen now if he gets slay then i take it back and i go hopkins uh, yes. But right now, he's getting an injury. Give me, give me Mike Williams with the Chargers bounce back spot. Mike Williams or CeeDee Lamb? You're CeeDee Lamb. Uh, he's okay. just, he's really good. Uh, he, he might get Dak back. Uh, two big weeks in a row. So give me, give me CeeDee Lamb. He's seen good targets. CeeDee Lamb or Justin Jefferson? I go up to Jefferson. Uh, I do like Jefferson here. The Ravens have given up points, you know, through the actual air as well. Did it to the coach, you know, went through for 405, you know, burrowed through for 400 plus right before the bye with big games, uh, you know, Chase, Uzama. Uh, so give me Justin Jefferson for a bounce back uh, against uh, the, the Ravens there. Would you rather have, uh, really interesting to see them both right here at this price point, isn't it? Justin <laughs> Jefferson or Tamar Chase at 76? Uh, I am close, but I got him real close, but technically, let me see. I think he's great now. They're grading out pretty similar. Hmm. I think I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with Jefferson here. Uh, I just feel I don't know. It's tough. It's a tough thing because Chase is so he has a he has a big ceiling just like Jefferson. A lot of his stuffs on you know your deeper balls, your deeper routes. Uh, but he's still getting you know ten, six, nine, ten targets. But I feel like some weeks gonna be T Higgins week. T Higgins week, and so that's why I'm kind of hesitant on Chase. I, it's tough. I'm probably just shooting myself in the foot, but I'm going to stick with I'm going to stick with Jefferson here. But they grade out pretty close. They're pretty close. Okay. Yeah. And Cleveland, like I said, Cleveland coming off that loss, man. They they got to be on fire. They got to be ready to go. Uh, I don't know who you said. You confused me. Or Stephon Diggs. <laughs> I took Jefferson, but I'll okay, take Jefferson. Diggs here. So okay. Diggs is coming in. He still hasn't had that really big explosion game, which I expect to happen at some point. He's still getting to get target share. Obviously, big total for the the Bills here with 31 and a half currently. So uh, give me digs. I got to hold on here. What? I got to clean off my screen. Pierre, it says Debo Samuel is the third highest uh, (laughs) wide receiver on the board at 7,800 against the Arizona Cardinals. Would you rather have digs or Debo? Debo's been crushing. um, (laughs) But uh, I'll stick with digs. I I like uh, Arizona's defense uh, a little bit. So give me give me digs here. Okay, I, I like Debo there a little bit better. But Diggs or Tyreek Hill then? I know you like the Chiefs. <sighs> it's tough. I, I think I'm going to go to Tyreek. Uh, again, the Packers secondary is banged up. Tyreek saw 18 targets <laughs> last night, 18. Uh, that's huge. And he's just got the the big explosion games. You've seen it. You know, he got a 50 in week four. He got a 40 in week one. Even 27, you know, last night against the Giants in a game where the Chiefs Struggled. So, again, highest over-under on the slate. Uh, give me Tyreek Hill. I expect the Chiefs to bounce back. You know, I know my wife's going to kill me for saying that, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something about Tyreek, too. He's avoided injury the last two years, really. I mean, just I keep yeah. waiting for him to pull that hamstring, and it just hasn't happened. All right, fi- if it happens now, you're you're to blame, just so you're aware. <laughs> for you bringing that up, the Bob Costas jinx. If he gets hurt, I am blaming you. Tyreek Hill or Devontae Adams. It's Devontae. I'm All Devontae's day. best receiver in the NFL. Hopefully he comes off the list. I think he's expected to return Thursday, uh, as well as their defensive coordinator there in Green Bay. But, yeah, Devontae would, would be the top guy on the sleep. Yeah, got to gotta get those touchdowns. It's, you know, just sitting here looking at it, it's, it almost looks like I'm going to play Adams, Hill, and Samuel uh, this week. Just to start, <laughs> they're going to blow it all right there. Blow on that, right? 
Thielen at 6,400 all the way down to, I, I guess, Sharp at 5,500. Just give me a couple of plays out of that group. All right. Sharp, ew. Yeah, Sharp, well, 5,500? Yeah, that's what it says. Sterling Sharp. No, Shepard. Sterling Shepard. Oh, that says Sharp. <laughs> He's hurt anyway. So in this yeah. range, I like Amari Cooper, 5,700. Uh, really good price for him. You're saving $1,500 uh, from him to from C.D. Lamb. Just came off a 29-point uh, game there at Minnesota. So keep that in mind. Uh, but 57 is a, a really good price for, for Cooper. So I like him. I like Hollywood Brown at 6K. Again, if you like Lamar, you, you kind of have to like Hollywood Brown. Mm-hmm. Hope he doesn't drop, you know, the touchdown that he's going to be open for. Uh, but he's he's seen some double-digit targets, saw 14 right before the bye. Uh, so I like him pretty well at 6K. Er, not playing, not playing more because because Darnold stinks. And okay. Shepard's hurt. Maybe Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, he kind of dud it uh, last week. I was pretty big on him. Didn't catch any of his four targets, so he's another one of those. You know, poor play might be in a bounce back spot. So Sanders at fifty six hundred will be the other one under consideration there. But I think I like Cooper the the most out of that group. Yeah, Cooper's just he gets it done week in and week out. He he's always one of those guys, man. Underrated, kind of just in there. And you look up at the end of the day and he's he's did it for you. All right. Yeah. Look at the next look at the next little group here. Let's go from C B Easley. That's what I'm gonna call him from now on. C B <laughs> Easley. Okay. That's his rap name. <laughs> uh but uh, Cole Beasley there at 5,400. Let's just go through the rest of the field, and I'll let you take a guy, and then I'll take a guy, and I- I'll go first. And you mentioned him a little bit earlier, so I'll let you. I'll let you take him. Uh, I- I'm going to say Cole Beasley, especially if Dawson Knox is out. It seems to be that's the guy Josh Allen looks for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it whenever Dawson Knox is out. You always can pick on Cole Beasley then from a fantasy <laughs> perspective, and he-, he seems to be able to get you that 15 point range that you'll need. He can and he good targets. As you stay without Knox, he, he's kind of that, that slot receiver, so he he sees those targets. That's actually who I was going to go with. But the one that kind of just popped up now based off of some circumstances would be Hunter Winfro, mm-hmm. uh, 4,800 there. Obviously, we had the, the incident with Ruggs. Uh, he probably won't see the field for quite some time, if again. Uh, so that's just going to basically bump up Renfro. You still have Waller questionable as well. Uh, and at the end of the day, Carr has to have someone to throw it to. Uh, Renfro's grading out pretty well right now based off who might and might not be on the field. So I, I take Hunter Renfro at, at 4,800, given the, the lack of options there in, in almost at Oakland, in Las Vegas. Ah, uh, I got gotcha. you. Uh, where's where's the other guy from? Uh, where, where's but who's the other more? There he is, more with Arizona. I was looking for somebody <laughs> because he seemed to be getting a lot of the attention out of the slot for Arizona and running a lot of those slot routes for them. I know they put up four and a half fantasy points last time, but that was against that Packers game. It, it was just a weird game, a weird Thursday night. He's at forty two hundred, and I thought I saw his action going up a lot more after uh, what's his name. Was was, was sidelined a little bit more there. I, that's 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 who I like. I like him after Hopkins was sidelined. Yeah, if Hopkins miss, he, he's going to be interesting. So uh, it's not too bad. Uh, I did mention this guy earlier, T. Higgins. Uh, I, I do like him. I like the Cincinnati offense quite a bit. Uh, but Higgins still only fifty three hundred. He only came up a hundred bucks. Uh, he looked at he got thirteen. You know, last week thirteen point seven, uh, four for ninety seven against the Jets. Uh, not the best, but he, he's not really getting in the end zone. The, the couple times he's scored touchdowns, you're looking at 15.8, 17, mm-hmm. uh, which is the value you really are shooting for. Uh, so if he gets a touchdown, I do like T. Higgins there at 5,300 for the Bengals. Bateman, too. He's at 4K against yep. that Minnesota Vikings secondary. That's that's a really cheap value. He's going to be at 4,500 by the end of next week, I believe. That's what I think. So I, I like Bateman, Rashad Bateman. Yep, it's definitely possible. I, I do like the Ravens quite a bit. Uh, when looking at some of these breakdowns, mention the, the Chiefs. Uh, I think you got to look at Hartman uh, still. And the reason I say that is they have to they have to be able to spread that ball around. Teams are really starting to zone in, uh, double team both Tyreek and Kelsey. Uh, so Mahomes is going to have to show that you know someone else can make plays on this team. Hartman's probably going to be the guy they're going to depend on. Uh, he got seven targets in that game against the Giants Monday night, eleven point three, uh, just shy. That's like two point nine value in itself. Uh, so if he has another game like that, I think you're you're going to want Harbin there at 3,900. 
And Brian Edwards, he's going to be in play, especially with that Ruggs news. And like you said, if Waller's out, he's at 4,100. He doesn't get a lot of targets there. I, I, I almost want to say my dart throw would be Zay Jones. They're going to have to find somebody else there besides <laughs> those two guys. I know he's at 3K, but he's the only other guy but that's not named, that's not called a stoner. That that's on this <laughs> that's on this roster for them. So if I'm really trying to save a dollar or two, I may go Zay Jones. Yeah. So Squeaky Will. Mm-hmm. Not saying I'm gonna play him, but Squeaky Will. Odell Beckham is forty five hundred dollars. That's yeah. really cheap. I say Squeaky Will again. His dad kind of came out. Blaine Baker today uh, posted a bunch of videos showing Odell being open. Uh, he wasn't traded. Uh, they really need a win. $4,500 for Odell Beckham. It, it seems cheap. It may not be cheap. It might just be terrible now. Uh, but if we're just looking for potential boom, uh, if he can somehow find that way back machine, mm-hmm. uh, they're at Cincinnati. Odell Beckham Jr., 4500 I feel like he could be one of those one of those plays that are sneaky, that everyone's off again, uh, that the squeaky wheel kind of gets him going this week. He is definitely going to be an, an ESPN 30 for 30 one day. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. I, I will guarantee that. All right, Pierre, uh, let me r- remind everybody they're listening to the DFS Dreamer podcast here on the Fantasy Impact Today Network. That is Pierre giving you all the great advice. You can find him on Twitter at pwe 31 on Twitter. Don't forget to follow me at Lofinit as well. I'm the one that's just uh, lobbing softball pitches up for Pierre to say no to. That's all I'm, t- I'm trying to do. <laughs> Uh, uh, I had a question. Would the would the net would the kicky net be like in the interview for Odell yeah. Beckham thirty for thirty, like the little dark, you know, keeping his identity secret? <laughs> it's possible. I think so. <laughs> that was a that was a wild ride. That was a wild ride. It, it may be an adult version of thirty for thirty-two. <laughs> All right, let's look over at defenses, Pierre. And, and last week I told you. I told you that those New Orleans Saints were going to get were, were on in play, and and I think I was getting a little <laughs> out of you. I think that's what I was getting out of you. No, you and did then, not. I agreed with you. <laughs> Thank you very much. I was, I applied to. I said good call. It wasn't someone I was thinking of, but when I looked at the history. I was like, that's actually really smart of you. Well, thank you. Do me like that. Okay, okay, thank you. Well, they were at 2,500. They gave us 15 DraftKings points last week. Do you want another one this week, Pierre? Do you want another one? Give it to me. I don't have one. I I looked at the list. (laughs) I tried my hardest, and I was going to pull it out, and I couldn't find one at all. All that build-up. To, yeah, well, that's why I, I did it on purpose. Uh, I think to me though, if I, if I were going to pick one, that and I don't, I'm not nearly as confident as I was in the New Orleans Saints at all. The Eagles, the Chargers are playing really, really bad football right now. I know the Eagles aren't getting there each and every week like we would want them to. They're at 2,600. All they got to get to is six or seven there, and they they don't do that. I mean, typically they don't do that, but they keep the ball in front of them. They did get 21 though last week against Detroit. Maybe they're playing a little bit better. Potentially, uh, potentially Detroit's you know haven't won a game, so keep that in mind. I know <laughs> we're, we're using that as an example, but. Uh, I don't know. I, I like the weapons there for the Chargers. That'd be tough. This is ugly, I, ugly down below, though. You're you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You want a team that's gonna throw? Maybe the maybe the Browns at, at 2,500. I, I think you could maybe look at them. Uh, for one, you're gonna get Miles Garrett. He he's always up to to get sacks, uh, which is gonna help you get mm-hmm. points there. Uh, Burrow, they drop back a lot. The the Bengals, for one, are fast-paced, but they also throw, which is the opportunity for sacks and for interceptions. So the Browns coming off a, a loss to the Steelers, really losing, you know, three out of the last four. Uh, I think they might be in play at 2,500. I like Baltimore, too. Uh, I'm going up already, but Baltimore <laughs> there as well at, at 3K, just coming off that tremendous, embarrassing loss they had against the Cincinnati Bengals. You can't expect them to repeat that kind of performance uh, this week. And, and it, let's just face it, the Vikings are not playing well. They're not. The one concerning thing is that, you know, they, they do have a bunch of weapons, and we've seen Baltimore give up, you know, Big yardage to the right. the air. So obviously Cincinnati was an example of bad times, but they looked really good against Herbert. Uh, looked really bad against Wentz. Looked good against Denver. So they're, they're kind of hit or miss. Uh, you're right at the hit point with the alternating. So it it could be the week for sure. 
Uh, if I'm in that range, I'll probably go up the, the hundred dollars and, and just pick on the Texans again uh, with the Miami defense. Uh, I feel like they're they're probably going to grade out the best uh, just because it's the Texans on the other side. You're you're good for you know a good seven to, to eight points uh, when it comes to there. Hopefully you can get double digits. Uh, but Davis Mills again on the road. I feel like it's when you want to attack him. Make sure Tyrod's not in. Uh, which I'm probably going to be stating until he's back again. Uh, but uh, give me the the Dolphins. Again, the Watson rumors are behind them. It's going to be two as team for the rest of the year. They're averaging about 8.3 um, at home uh, in the last two seasons. So give me the Dolphins. I know they haven't been as great this year, uh, but it is the Texans, so I, I take my chance there. I'm going to probably spin down at tight end this week, and I'm going to play either the Patriots, the Bills, or the Saints. That's just what I'm. That's that. That looks like my game plan this week, Peter. It's tough. It's so tough to pay up that high for, for defenses, though, because you're you're for one, you're taken away from another position, uh, but then you're hoping that variance doesn't strike you, and they actually get you that you know ten to twelve that you're going to need. It's so tough, but they can. It's just that's tough to predict. I don't know. Well, tight end's going to burn me anyway this week, so it doesn't Especially matter. Especially with two out of three of them are on the road, which is even tougher to me, but we'll see. We'll see. Okay. They're in good spots. I, I appreciate your opinion. That was my first instinct. <laughs> so I, I do take what you say into consideration. Wad it up yeah. and throw it in the trash there. Running backs, Pierre. Let's go over to running backs. I'm just kidding. Alvin Kavar is in a super smash spot there at 8,200. We can expect him to get in there. Mark Ingram, he did steal a lot of that stuff from me. It felt like, you know, I don't know what's going to go on there. I don't know if Taysom Hill is going to be able to play. Kamara, I know, was up and down with Hill the last game. Mm -hmm. He got a bunch of receptions. This, that, this, that, this, that. You know, (laughs) I want to say he's in a smash spot. He's going to be able to get there to the 24. They got to rely on him more and more this week than anything else. That's that's my concern is Taysom Hill, like completely honest, and not just the the dump off passes that he he kind of misses out on with Hill, but Hill also calls his own number down the goal line. So instead of you know Jameis or Breeze handing it off, you know Taysom's keeping it himself, and he's vulturing touchdowns. And you look at the really last year during those times that that Taysom was a starter, uh, Kamara wasn't the best. So I mentioned that Taysom had 24 plus. And both match up against the Falcons. Kamara had 10.5 and 17, uh, which isn't going to pay off his price right now. Again, new year. Uh, we could see if something changes, but those will be my concerns of Taysom's at quarterbacks. He's not going to get those dump off throws from Taysom. And then Taysom calling his own shot down in the red zone and running it himself. Taysom and Cam Newton, two yeah. brothers, <laughs> brothers from a different mother. That's what they are. That's the same guy. Same guy. Christian McCaffrey, we're playing him at 8K. I don't care what anybody says. If he comes off the IR, you play McCaffrey, period. I'm not, I'm no, you're not even going to comment. I'm not going to ask you if I'm right. It's what you do. Period. Okay, thank you. All right. <laughs> Austin Eckler, really good spot against those Philadelphia Eagles that I talked about. I just don't like how the Chargers are playing right now. I don't, and I, I do like Eckler. He's, he's grading out really well. Uh, again, it's early in the week, so keep in mind we're, we're doing this Tuesday, so a lot of these projections could update. Uh, but right now, he, he's grading out top top guy uh, actually on the slate, 7,900. Uh, my concern is him kind of on the road and his, his home and away splits. So currently, last two years, uh, he's averaging 13.6 fantasy points away, uh, 23.7 at home. Uh, you've seen this a little bit already. You know, At Baltimore, he got nine and a half. At Kansas City, he did pretty well with, with 22. At Washington, 11. Um, so that's just the road games haven't been the kindest to him. Uh, and this is also a road game, so it gives me a little pause for concern. Uh, we also saw the, the Eagles really do a good job in containing uh, DeAndre Swift uh, last week uh, with the Lions. So concern there, but uh, projections say he's going to do well, so I think you can roll with him. You know, and the, one of the other things I saw when I was looking at this, and, and it, I wanted to say the Eagles on that defense with more confidence because I thought it was going to be a 1 o'clock game or an 11 o'clock game. It, it's not. It's a 3 o'clock game. 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It's a late game. It's, it's you know, it's a second-tier game anyway, whatever you want to say. So I was like, why in the world is it like that? The, the <laughs> Eagles got ripped off right there. Yeah, there's no, there's no West Coast travel uh, impact yeah. like it would be a 1 o'clock kickoff for sure. 
But that ex- I think the Eckler up and down on the road, that speaks to the quarterback, the young quarterback being up and down on the road, just kind of how a quarterback would be, probably explains why Eckler does not have the production on the road like we uh, would like for him to have. Dalvin Cook against those Baltimore Ravens. You said the Baltimore Ravens aren't going to come out, aren't going to be very productive. Dalvin Cook needs to be because he hasn't been. Pierre, could we be confident that Dalvin Cook at 7,700 is going to give us three times the value? He can't. I wish he could, because I mean, last year, you know, seventy-seven hundred for Dalvin Cook. You're just you're jamming it in. You're locking it in. He was getting you, you know, twenty plus, uh, pretty much every single game. It felt like. Uh, whereas this year, there was some injuries here or there, uh, but he's had you know seven, twenty-five, six, nineteen, twenty-one. You're really hoping for that twenty-four uh, type of mark, and he's only done that once so far out of the handful of games that he's played. A uh, good matchup with the Ravens. You saw like uh, Jonathan Taylor had a really big game against them. Uh, Minnesota needs him to be successful for that team to be successful. So he's going to get his opportunities. Uh, but I, I'm just concerned with, you know, if he's still maybe banged up and just trying to tough it out. Um, he gives you the upside so you can still roll with him. I'm just not sure I'm going to play him this week. Aaron Jones this week, he's at 7,200, all right? And I, I know, I know he gets you in the 20s. He got you 20-something last time against the, the Arizona Cardinals whenever everybody was hurt and covid and all that stuff. <laughs> but, but Dylan had 16 carries last week. Does that – are you a little bit scared that this week that Aaron Jones is not going to get to his 21? No, I'm not scared. Uh, Jones is still going to be involved. I think the – Dylan being as involved as he was was more the outlier than, than Jones's role himself. Uh, Jones does tend to have better games without Devontae Adams, so I pay attention to that. I think Devontae will be back. Uh, but you look at Kansas City, they they struggle against the run, so it's, it's quite possible that either Jones uh, or Dylan has the, the big game here. I would obviously lean Jones doing so. I think they played in, in 2019, and, and Jones had a – like 11 catches for like 100-plus yards and a, a touchdown or two uh, without Devontae Adams, so let me preface that. But even last night, you saw Booker, uh, who I don't think is very good, you know, put up 17 fantasy points against the Chiefs. Uh, you feel like a lot of the attention will be on Devontae Adams if he is back. Uh, so this could be one of those sneaky spots for, for Aaron Jones, uh, 7,200. As you stated, you know, folks will look at it. Dylan getting, you know, as many touches as he did without Devontae. They'll look at Devontae being back. Uh, and it could be Aaron Jones week. I, I like him. He's he's great now, right below Eckler. Uh, so I like both of them this week quite a bit. Hold on, Pierre. Uh, hello? <laughs> oh, hello, Mama Booker. Oh, uh, yes, I know what he just said on the podcast, that he didn't think your son was all that good. And, and yes, I understand, Mama Booker, that you, uh, your son and the New York Giants almost beat the Kansas City Chiefs last week. I understand that, Mama Booker. I'll, I'll talk to him. All right, Pierre, don't get me in trouble like that. Hey, she communicating to Morse code? What was that? <laughs> That's like a two. I don't. I got a smartphone and I do not understand it at all. I. I mean, I've had a smartphone, but the last phone I had before I got an S twenty, maybe S twenty one. I don't know what S twenty said. The last one was an S four. So I'm. I upgraded like sixteen phones in one time, <laughs> and I. I don't, I don't have any idea. Oh what to boy. Do. That's funny. You're going to get speaking abducted of, or something. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of upgrades, I think that this guy's not an upgrade. I think, well, I, I think he is an upgrade, but he's on like sand. Okay. Does that, mm-hmm. I, I, I said that. Like, he's building his house upon sand. Joe Mixon is, is 7,100. And I know he gets us 25 fantasy points, 26 fantasy points. I know he gets that. Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't feel real to me. Like 33 yards rushing, a 2.4 average. That's that's terrible. Uh, four receptions, 58 yards. It's just that he's finding the end zone so much volume there. Can, can we trust Joe Mixon this week against the Cleveland Browns? I'm going to say no. Um, I did like him last week. Uh, I mentioned that Burrow might be the one that, that may not get the three times the value out of the group we were looking at. Because it could turn into a mixing game. I, I thought so because I thought the, the Bengals could be out in front, which wasn't the case. Uh, but he, he's really touchdown dependent. Um, and you, when you look, he, he hadn't scored uh, two touchdowns uh, like that, I believe, since week four of last year uh, where he had the big 45-point game against the, the Jaguars. So it's not the norm. Uh, they do throw the ball quite a bit. Uh, so I wouldn't uh, depend on him again. And a tougher matchup against the Browns two times. Well, last year he got like 12. So I'm going to say no. I'm not going to play mixing this week coming off 
really a touchdown dependent week against the Jets last week. Yes, no, or maybe so. Quickly, as we run through these guys, Ezekiel Elliott, will he hit three times his value at 7K against Denver? Yes. Barkley, if he plays against the Las Vegas Raiders at 6,800? No, uh, ankle will still be concerning even if he plays. So I say no for Barkley. If Barkley's out there, I'm suiting him up. Boy, I'm a Caffrey Barkley. Oh, boy. We haven't <laughs> done that in a long time. You know what? You probably won't this week. <laughs> Woo! That will be special. Chubb at uh, 6,700 against the Bengals. Yes, I like Chubb this week. James Robinson. Boy, that just – I had James uh, Robinson that. and Ridley in the same – I almost had a chance to win even though Ridley was out in my home league. And then James – I was like, oh, James Robinson is going to have a good game. James Robinson is going to have a good game. That's what it is. And then he went out in the first quarter. Uh, I, we can't – Cordero Patterson, I'm moving on. 6,300. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to stay no. Again, that Saints is a tough matchup, so I'm going to say no with Cordero this week. Yeah, I, I agree. Cordero Patterson may be in redraft leagues or something like that. Maybe a good option to be able to make a trade for to try to bring home the trophy at the end in, in those things because Mike Davis just ain't going to work. Josh Jacobs against the Giants at 6,200. Uh, no, um, he's, he's splitting a little more with Drake, so I don't think he has that upside right now. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Damian Harris, who's played pretty well, pretty well at 6K, but it's against the Carolina Panthers. They, the, the Panthers defense looks completely different with that new line, with that linebacker in there. Yeah, and it's, it's tough. As I, I can't get Harris right. Like, I liked him. I thought he was talented, but like last week, I, I thought he'd be in a better spot. He got there, you know, 14. He doesn't get any passing, you know, work, which is really concerning. So you really need him to get that 100 yard bonus. Uh, and getting to the end zone uh, to kind of pay it off. Can he against Carolina? Yeah, but it's just hard. I think there's better options personally. Yeah, he'd have to get to 18. That's a no. That's a no. Mm-hmm. All right, my guy, Devontae Booker, okay? If, <laughs> <laughs> if, if uh, Saquon is hurt, yes, no, or maybe so, will he get to three times his value? No. Sorry, Mama Booker. No. Nice. Pierre Gaskin, who is who's been surprising as of late. It seems mm-hmm. like with, whenever Brown is out, Gaskin really gets the workload there in Miami. This is against the Texans. He's at fifty eight hundred. Pierre, yes, no, or maybe so. Yes, I, I like Gaskin uh, this week. He's starting to get uh, some of that volume back that he saw last week. His price is getting a little higher. Uh, he's jumped like five hundred dollars in two weeks, but I still like him giving us the Texans on the other side. So I say yes. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, out of this next little tier, give me one or two of these guys. Uh, let's go all the way down to boy. At, uh, we got to stop right there. Let's go to let's go to Melvin Gordon. Let's go from Eli Mitchell to Melvin Gordon at fifty two hundred. Eli Mitchell's at fifty eight hundred. Just give me a couple guys that really look saucy to you. Yeah, uh, sauce is kind of watered down. It is in <laughs> this group. Uh, Zach Moss. I think you can still look at him uh, again. You look at the Bills. 31 point total, uh, which is really high. He's he's kind of taken over uh, that backfield from from Singletary when it comes to the snaps. Uh, you look at last week, he got 64 compared to 34 before the five before the bye, 55 to Singletary's 45 percent, then 74 to 26 percent. So he's he's really the the main running back right now. Uh, so if they don't get off to the slow start uh, like they did last week against the Dolphins, I think Zach Moss could be in play at 5300. Uh, Chase Edmonds uh, finally got in the end zone himself. It's going to be probably either him or Connor. Uh, so just kind of flip a coin and hope you pick the right one there. I think I'd probably still lean Evans because of his passing down work. Uh, Connor's really dependent on those goal line touchdowns. Uh, so that would be tough there. Uh, I don't I do like, like I don't I don't like Edmonds because of the shoulder injury. Whenever I saw him go out, yes, you're right though on the receptions. He he does get a lot of those receptions. I gave you James Conner last week, and you didn't like me very much for I that did. one. And he almost he almost hit the 15 points. He almost hit. he did 22 yards, two <laughs> touchdowns. He can't. He, I don't know. I mean, if he gets the end zone, great, but it, <laughs> that's so frustrating. Those situations are so frustrating yeah. when they're just not getting touches and they explode. Uh, I know we didn't go down to Boston Scott, but I I I'm so angry at Boston Scott and the <laughs> Eagles because I had I had a good share of Gainwell and he really didn't see any touches. I know he saw the 13 for 27 that you see in the box score, but all of those were late uh, garbage, you know, carries. It was all Jordan Howard. 
uh, Indiana University shout out in Boston Scott, which was just so frustrating. So I hate seeing him smiling in that photo right now because he ruined a couple lineups. That's for sure. <laughs> and this week it'll be Gainwell. That's just how it, right? that's how it is. Oh, uh, but goodness. okay, on Boston Scott though, since we're right there, we got to add him in any kind of redraft league or anything like that. That that's a possibility, right? You got Boston Scott as a top priority. You do if he if he's getting the the, the first work, and you got to have him. And he's got a lot of cat touches since uh, since since Miles Sanders has been out. Don't ask me why they didn't give those touches to Miles Sanders while he was in there. I don't know, but <laughs> right. like I said, they're, they're they're running the ball. He's gotten almost twenty carries the last two weeks, which is which is crazy. The receptions still aren't there, but they've they've obviously made it a concerted effort to depend on the run a little bit more. Maybe they're just taking the ball out of, out of. Uh, hurts his hands a little bit. All right. Uh, as we go down through here, is there anybody else that you see? Like maybe a Gore, maybe a Mike Davis. So no to Mike Davis. Uh, done with him. Gore potentially. Uh, he looked really good uh, with the the carries that he got. I think he'll probably be one of the popular uh, waiver wire pickups in season long. Uh, Daryl Williams still got you know majority of the snaps. He still got sixty four percent to Gore's twenty percent. Uh, so that's a really big gap, but Gore just, you know, did really well, got into the end zone. Uh, so folks remember that. Uh, so don't don't forget Daryl Williams. <laughs> I know we didn't talk of him in that range, but him and Eli Mitchell right at the top. Don't forget those guys just because we didn't mention them. They are in play. Uh, this cheaper range is just tough. Um, Tony Pollard, he he gets some action. Uh, so you never know when he's going to explode. But I really don't know if you have to go down, you know, this low. Uh, there's no Michael Carter on here right now. <laughs> Like there was last week, maybe Javante Williams, but go I got one. How about Rex Burkhead? Rex Burkhead, <laughs> he's at forty. Every, <laughs> what? Everyone Don't picked laugh. up. Everyone picked up Philip Lindsay, David Johnson. It was Burkhead <laughs> week. <laughs> I mean, he had fourteen uh, DraftKings points last week. He's at forty three hundred. Look, he had. Uh, it wasn't a great like uh, stat number or lines. Four attempts, twenty one yards. It was the receptions, three receptions, four targets. It, I don't know if that was garbage time or not. I'm sorry, I was not up to date on my Rex Burkhead stat page. But uh, it's just a possibility. <laughs> Nobody else got the work there. That was insane. Uh, he used to do that in New England, too, and used to make everyone mad. They had all the James White and whoever mm-hmm. else they had in the backfield, and it'd be Burkhead. But, yeah, he he led them in, in snaps. He got 49%. Scotty Phillips was actually second with 25 so Lindsey and, and Johnson were, were in the teens there. Uh, you do like John, um, Connor, as you mentioned. Uh, Jordan Howard's kind of fell off the same mode there. Uh, you look at him at 4,600. He's one of those goal line type backs. Uh, or if he can get you two touchdowns like he did last week, uh, he was minimum salary for a running back at 4K, 57 yards, two touchdowns, 17 points. If he can duplicate that, uh, you'd be really, really happy. I don't think A.J. Dillon gets those those carries like he did, uh, but if so, 4,600 against the Chiefs, not a, not a bad price either. I can understand that. All right, Pierre, give me a lineup. A lineup. So... We're going to put it at quarterback. We're going to put Cedric Wilson in there at quarterback. <laughs> oh, didn't that spiral? That was beautiful, wasn't it? Listen, not only the spiral, the throw on the run was was oh, unbelievable. I mean, was I was in ball. there. Holy cow! What is this guy doing? You know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Lamar. I, I really like his price, seventy three hundred dollars, twenty seven and a half point total, coming off a bye against Minnesota. Let's back him up with Hollywood. Give me Hollywood Brown. He's down there at 6K at wide receiver. For now, I'm going to toss in Bateman as well. Just kind of assume that maybe Sammy Watkins misses again. Really good price for, for Bateman at 4K. Gives me a double stack. My run back is going to be a little unique here. Uh, it's not going to be one of the, the big three with uh, the Vikings. Going to save some money. Running back with Tyler Conklin, uh, 3K at tight end. Again, Baltimore stinks uh, against the, the tight end position. Conklin's getting all the, the tight end routes there in Minnesota, so give me him. Let's get a running back. I like Chubb. Give me Chubb at 6,700. And I'm going to kind of go a little off the reservation and go with Aaron Jones instead of Devontae Adams this week. Uh, just like Jones, like his matchup, I think a lot more people will be on Adams. Uh, we got 5,200 left. Defense, I'm going to pick on the, the Texans one more week. Give me the Dolphins at 3,100. Uh, I want another piece of Kansas City. I'm going to go Kelsey in the flex. 
Uh, he's 425, so I can always swap him out if necessary. But he came off a four-week 7K, the cheapest Kelsey's probably going to be if he has a, a big game. So give me Kelsey there uh, in the flex. That leaves me with 5,700. Can I guess? Guess. I, you mentioned a couple of names in this range. You really like this range a lot. Um, and I would imagine that it's going to be uh, – I'm going to say Waddle. I'm going to say it's Stanley Waddle. It's not. It's going to be Cole Beasley. Oh. Uh, 5,400. Really, you could go him or Cooper. I like Cooper a lot at fifty seven hundred as well. Uh, but give me give me Cole Beasley. Uh, seeing that that Dawson Knox is out again, uh, it's going to hinder on that. But thirty one and a half point total gives me a part of that Bills uh, offense for there. So that gives me Lamar Jackson, uh, Chubb, Aaron Jones, Bateman, Hollywood Brown, Beasley, Tyler Conklin, Travis Kelsey, Dolphins defense. I said that sounds like a good lineup, by the way. And I said Waddle okay. just because of the targets, the target share that he's getting week in and week out. I, I, listen, I, I know he's got to take one of those to the house. I watched him <laughs> all those years. At Al- I've watched him for a couple of years in Alabama. He's very fast. He's doing nothing, though, with yards after catch or air yards. It's just he's just he's catching it and falling down. He's due. And they got they got weapons out of Parker's back. So I wouldn't be shocked if. You know, a two a stack with Waddle and Parker, Gasecki, Gaskin, some combination does really well this week either. Uh, I just want to go the, the safe route. I feel like Lamar's way too cheap, so I'm trying to stack him up and, and hope he goes off for one of those 30, 40 foot type uh, games. Like it. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I like anytime I can get CB easily in there. I'm happy here. <laughs> Hey, good job, my friend. Thank you so much for your time this week. You can follow Pierre over on Twitter at PeeWee31 on Twitter if you have any questions about any lineups. And he, he does he does a lot of different stuff as far as redraft goes or DFS stuff goes. Just shoot him a text uh, or DM or or just shoot him a, 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 at him on Twitter at PeeWee31 <laughs> on Twitter. You can follow me as well at Lofinet. Don't forget to follow the show at FI Today with a little underscore. Please subscribe to the show. Please share the show. Thank you so much for getting the news out there about the DFS Dreamers. We have a good time here together and we appreciate you so much listening to the podcast but more importantly than all those other actions fit fam we want to encourage you to go out there and make a positive impact in somebody's life today